please visit anywhenanywhere.com for more information about this program. It's our conversation with the giant worm. Gary, Pete, Zeres, and Art. To talk about improvised music. And play a few unreleased cuts. In my continuing effort to track a lot of the music that's happening here in the Northwest, with a particular interest in odd and weird things, uh, it was uh, no surprise that sooner or later I would stumble across the members of the Giant Worm, uh, who seem to have been active for freaking ever. You know, very early on, uh, when I was putting together this show, uh, I was being contacted uh, by Zeres, being sent some CDs and whatnot. Uh, Before I was even on the air, I was getting stuff from them. Uh, And then, uh, not too long after that, uh, well, this happened, uh, where I had them on our program, uh, and uh, this was for the show I do at KMUZ. So some of the remnants of that kind of show uh, are throughout this presentation. Um, But uh, this was actually something that had been in the works for quite some time. Uh, You know, I had actually been corresponding with them back when I was helping out Ricardo Wang with What's This Called? Uh, And the idea of having them appear on the show was floated, uh, but, you know, lots of different barriers were in the way, this, that, and the other. Uh, And then this came about where we could sit down, talk about music, talk about what they do, talk about improvisation, uh, and uh, play some cuts, some tunes, some things from their archive. Uh, I mean, they've been at it for 30 years. There was plenty of stuff to play. Uh, And they actually brought a full folder of, oh man, must have been at least 20 some odd CDs of just different things from throughout the career. And it was kind of fun to thumb through that and get a sense of where they've been and, uh, well, uh, where they've arrived. This, as you can tell, is another in the series of kind of re-presented older interviews. Uh, I am in the process of conducting a number of new interviews uh, that will be a part of this program and uh, I'm quite excited about the guests that are coming up. Uh, There's some cool things uh, on the way Uh, but until I can get there I think it'd be kind of fun to uh, repackage some of these older things Uh, and uh, especially given that uh, I recently had Zeres of Zeron as a guest on Northwest Notes where we did essentially the show that we hinted at in this conversation. Uh, which was to present some Eugene music and possibly, specifically, Los Explorers. (laughs) So uh, it was a lot of fun to uh, hear that uh, in this conversation, knowing that we have just done that uh, on broadcast radio, and then sometimes uh, the seeds of things get planted much, much earlier. Uh, 
all of that is kind of just, you know, texture and fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope that this doesn't feel too out of place. Uh, you know, part of the goal with these interviews is to make sure that they're not stuff you've heard on this particular show, not on WTBC. Um, maybe it's been elsewhere, maybe it's uh, an older thing, whatnot. Uh, but for this program, I want the material to be something that, while old is at least new to you um and so uh we might get a couple more uh things in that vein uh before we move on to the batch of new things uh but yeah uh, i just recorded something yesterday that i think is going to be a lot of fun uh and uh yeah there's some cool conversations that are uh being edited as we speak so uh, why don't you uh, sit back knowing that there's some uh, neat stuff on the way. And uh, in the meantime, you can get to know the Giant Worm, a group that has been lurking in your neck of the woods for decades. And you probably didn't even know it. WTBC Radio in beautiful anywhere, anywhere. This conversation was recorded in the KMEZ studios on November 4th, 2016. You, you're listening to The Giant Worm um, here in the studio, and I have uh, the band here uh, to talk uh, about making music and, and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, do you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves? Sure, I'll, I'll start. I'm Gary, drummer and one of the founding members. I uh, wanted to make a point that uh, two members of our band, in fact, both of our bass players are not with us tonight, mm. simply because they're at home with their families. Ah, uh, well, I see. <laughs> so it's not a tragedy, it's just, you know, right. they're busy. <laughs> yes, those damn families, you know, it's that. Uh, and I'm Pete. Pete, Pete, Pete the Fraser, and I'm a spoken word. And, uh, yeah, the band does all improv, uh, vocals and music, and these guys here are... Uh, I'm Robert Shepard, uh, my stage name is Zeris. I, I wanted to uh, congratulate you, Austin, uh, as it's your one-year anniversary here at KMUZ. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And Good. Are you pregnant yet or no? Uh, n no, it, it wasn't that kind of anniversary. Oh, it was one of it was more of the um, uh, like paper anniversary where mm. I had to sign a lot of documents. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks for having us here anyway. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, you know, it was, I approached the station earlier because I had been doing radio since the 90s and uh, have you know, uh -huh. been all over in Eugene mm -hmm. and Portland and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so when I moved here, I was like, well, I should get started. But it took a little while for like the mm -hmm. ball to get rolling. So November 4th was the first day I, I sat down and we did some volunteer work. And wow. you know, Very cool. Yeah. yeah. The show didn't start for a little bit longer, but uh, that's another story. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hi, my name is Art Law, son of Eddie and Amy Law. It's a long story. <laughs> I'm one of the string bangers for... The giant worm. Excellent, excellent. Now, uh, you know, I kind of was saying a little bit before at the beginning of the, uh, before we got on the air, mm -hmm. that like uh, you guys were one of the earliest supporters of the show, and we actually kind of had a little bit of a relationship beforehand. We were trying to right. get this gig going yeah. for what's this called? Our, our kind of a uh, sister show, as I like to say, uh, in Portland. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like, I think within the first couple of shows, I had one of your songs on, and uh, you guys had just been sending material in, like, 
We're like the secret police, you know. It's like we're everywhere. It's like, <laughs> it's like the Stasi. Where do you go when you know you lose your country and you lose your intelligence agency? Not, not oh, to rock mention, music. Yeah, it's very good. Not to mention that uh, we record everything and have for <laughs> thirty plus years, yeah. so we have plenty to choose from. Yeah. Too much to choose from. Now that's a good, uh, uh, a good, a good uh, segue because you know it says on the Bandcamp page that the most recent incarnation of the group is from 2011. Mm-hmm. So the junior member is five years old, if I understand correctly. Well, still in kindergarten. Yeah, weren't you? Uh, you saying you were in were 23 years, right? Uh, uh, you you were. Yeah, I think I came along about 10 years after these guys were established. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when your tenure in the band is 23 years compared to the 30-year uh, seniors, do do you always kind of have a little bit of the? Well, still, maybe still the new kid. He's still, still proving kid. himself. He doesn't yeah. get the same stock options as us. You know? nice. We have, you know, it's like how many beer bottles. Can he take back and return? You know, it's much fewer than us. You get the, the you get the crummy yeah. jobs. You have to like help pack up the gear at the end of the night. I, I gotta mix the sound. <laughs> it's it's the, dan- the, the dancing he doesn't like so much. Well, I keep track of all these nice toys on stage doing that. <laughs> and, and he's driving, therefore he's the captain. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Well, it, it, that's a good place to start because, uh, you know, um, most of the bands that we get on the show, you know, because uh, I, I play a lot of experimental stuff, so they're usually a few years old. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get these jazz groups where I'm playing like Albert Eiler, and so that's a little bit older. But 30 years, that's a pretty substantive career. Do you, how did that get going? Like, what was the initial days of, uh, of, the, of the little worm, I should say? <laughs> we, we discovered a love for improv at the same time that we started to develop a bunch of original music as well. And it just came to be that every jam session that we would have, whether it was with the core or with guests, we would more or less insist that a part of it had to abandon structure and take off into the wacko, weird world of the improv that we've created all these years. (laughs) And it, it always was an adventure. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. really one of our primary goals. Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty exciting to to do just pure improv. Yeah. It's, so it's, um, it's uh, you know. And <coughs> something of a conceptual heft to dismiss 2,000 years of Western musical theory. <laughs> Scales, eh. Right, uh, you know, chords. Uh, I mean, we hit them, but we don't. They don't have names, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of knowledge to uh, you know pitch into the abyss when we first got started. And it's not a planned progression either. It's whatever the moment carries with it. Always right, and I think that that makes it uh, very interesting in that way. I mean, you're. It's sort of like being in a perpetual songwriting mode, and um, I think it's you know it's, it's very seductive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you know you, you guys are you know first getting together and jamming in the '80s, mm-hmm. and you know you don't have the uh, luxury of the internet to introduce you to amazing <laughs> artists from time and space throughout history to you know so that you're fully fluent in, in everything. Uh, where where were you picking up your cues for experimentalism and uh, improvisation? What was uh, kind of you know kind of you know setting the ship uh, uh, in the right direction? In fact, we were hermetically sealed. The door was shut tight, <laughs> and not out of any particular intention. But no influences ever managed to reach us. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
But we like I think I must speak for myself in this. Uh, yeah, it's not entirely true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we, we brought in individually a lot of different influences. And, um, yeah, it just, what wound up meshing was, you know, nothing that we could really predict. Mm. Yeah, it just kind of shaped itself. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I, I was influenced by Ken Ordeen and, mm. um, you know, for spoken word. And just really, I come at it more from a storytelling background rather than a musical background. And yeah. they, they've been nice enough to, all the band, to support me in that and humor me and, <laughs> and not lock me into the trunk of the closet or anything like that. Truth be told, he scares the crap out of us. <laughs> and we do lock him in the trunk in the closet. Oh, that's right. You do, <laughs> he actually. The closet himself. We've never heard anybody like him. And, and it, when it became clear that... He, as a vocalist, could be as imaginative and as spontaneous mm. as any instrumentalist we've ever heard. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it, it became a, a relationship built upon the, the dynamics and the communication that allowed us to take these really incredible adventure, musical adventures. Well. I appreciate Some the support, but you're leaning it on kind of thick. I think we're <laughs> we boring don't. the audience. Why don't we queue up another one? Yeah, actually, you guys wanted to hear a track. You know, you, you know we kind of talked about some selections that you guys brought in because mm -hmm. there's a few things available on Bandcamp, but, you know, as you said, the, mm -hmm. the career you guys have archives. So this is from uh, Paging Dr. Pavlov, and which track did you guys want to hear off of this one? I think it was... Perfect Angel. Ah, yes, Perfect Angel. And this one's kind of grungy, um, <laughs> but I don't think that's going to bother your listeners. Probably not. Now, is it, do you need, does this need any setup, or should we just kind of let nah, it... No, just let it rip. Let Everything it rip. we do speaks for itself, I think. Excellent. Well, uh, it's the giant worm. Perfect Angel. The main thing. Perfect Angel. It's the main thing. Turbid angel. Turbid angel. It's the main thing. It's the main thing. It's the main thing. It's the main thing. angel. Get up, get up, get up, that place. Get up, get
external It is a natural phenomenon that occurs in many disparate cultures. Because it's rounded on top, it seems to find the higher center in the ambient
the central tenet of our existence. Do not panic. Proceed slowly to the existence nearest you. Proceed slowly to the existence nearest you. Proceed slowly to the existence nearest you. What the hi, it's John F. of They Might Be Giants, and you're listening to Austin Rich on WTBC Radio in beautiful anywhere, anywhen. It's a podcast with Austin, and this is They Might Be Giants Song of the Week. This is the latest from us. It's our dial song.
It is Giant Worm Radio. How you guys doing? Real good. So, uh, yeah, we just heard uh, Perfect Angel. Uh, this is off of uh, Paging Dr. Pavlov. And you guys had mentioned that that was uh, from a few years ago. Yeah, uh, we haven't actually re- released that on CD yet, but uh, I'm planning to. Ah, yeah. so this is a secret uh, uh, Mid-Valley Mutations preview. It is a preview. Nice. Debut. Nice. I like that. H- hence our, you know, outfits. Right, right, right. The choreography. Well, and, you know, they have, uh, and you, you know, for listeners at home, they're wearing matching outfits. It's, it's a little yes. bit like the Romantics, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, they're, they're, the tie, each of them have a different tie that they're wearing. They're unfortunately flammable when exposed to air, so mm-hmm. every 45 minutes we have to douse ourselves. Right, with right. beer generally. Yeah, but but the dancing dogs do kind of uh, you know distract from that. So. They, they do. Yeah. What can you say, dogs? But they're entertaining <laughs> at least, especially the trapeze part. You know, when you prevaricate, your ears turn red. Mm. So, oh, okay. Um, That's you're, good. You're entirely red. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically just red from the waist up, I think. <laughs> Lobsters. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, we're uh, big fans of kind of improvisational music uh, on the program. And one of the things that I was kind of thinking about is that, uh, you know, it, it, it seems like you engage a slightly different creative muscle when you're improv- improvising when you, than when you're composing. You know, because I remember being in rock bands, like, I feel like that's a different set of skills to write three chords and Louie Louie yeah. than it is to kind of you know, explore musical pathways. Have you guys found that that's a, a, a challenge to do one versus the other? In fact, it's terrifying. We terrify ourselves as often as we terrify the audience. <laughs> we leap off, um, you know, we leap off, leap off the cliffs of ideas and have no idea what's on the bottom. Yeah. Exhilarating. You know, I, I think it is really interesting. It is really sort of in the moment performance-based in a way. So, um, I mean, when we, we started doing it, we were more tentative about it. But then it just, uh, as our we started to mesh and be able to listen to each other very well, or as well as we, we have so far. And <laughs> right. <laughs> There's still a ways to go there, guys. But, uh, I mean, it's that in-the-moment sort of time-based art that is compelling to us and you know uh, 
it's wound up being something that we focused on. That, that challenge of listening to each other yeah. and being present, yeah. it's it's one of those things where like you hear it uh, spouted over and over again yeah. as a religious doctrine or kind of like, you know, yeah. a Buddhist philosophy. But, you know, I find the musical component to mm-hmm. it incredibly compelling because mm-hmm. so often I look at bands mm-hmm. where it doesn't even look like they're in the same room together when they're on the stage. They're each right. posing in their own way, and they're all kind of like, ah, look at this costume I've cobbled together for my fans this week or whatever. And, and you know, when I actually see people who are actively listening and bouncing off of each other's, it engages me as an, an audience member in a different way as well. Like, I'm hearing the music differently. I think that one thing that, uh, you know, when we're improving together I mean one way you could look at it is say oh it's just an easy thing to do there's you know uh, the bar is very low so they could fail and you know big deal they're not like trying to create a, a song here but on the other hand it's we're all in it together and we're running the we're running the recording setup and if it doesn't work if it doesn't gel then it's you know a failure so we still have uh, this dedication to making things work, but it's just like these one-off things. Right. It's all a challenge, but nobody wants to be left behind. Yeah, so. And when we think it doesn't work or doesn't gel, that's just five or six opinions. We could be outnumbered by the rest of the world and the opinion of the rest of the world. It may have gelled. <laughs> no, they hate it. So they we don't... <laughs> <laughs> they, they really give do. ourselves I got too the much emails, credit In here. fact, <laughs> we're on Hillary's server. That's, it's right there, man. Well, what, doesn't that mean they were deleted then? Uh, <laughs> well, I hate Not to tell you, stuff. but it's on our next CD. <laughs> uh, All right. <laughs> Yeah. We, we have Giuliani screaming. Ah, <laughs> yeah. That's a, actually, you know, I think I saw that hardcore band once, they were like a basement show. So, uh, no, uh, so you, you guys were mentioning there was uh, on that previous track, there were two uh, bass players. Uh, did you have, uh, and, and we're going to hear something else from that same kind of session. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want to set up anything for this next uh, piece? Are we playing uh, Truth is a Tiny Hunter? That'll yeah. be next, I believe. Uh, yeah, and our bass players' names are Colin Boyce. And our other bass player is Fred Kellogg. Hey, Colin. Hey, Fred. And sometimes they're they're playing together, doing a double bass thing, and then other sessions, it's just one or the other. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. It's it's also worth mentioning that Fred is an incredible beatboxer vocalist that creates all these other sounds mm-hmm. along with his bass playing. Yeah. And his band up in Olympia, Washington, is uh, Blues County Sheriff. His other band, yeah. And also ham and rye, no ham and cheese on rye. Yeah, he's yeah. in a lot of bands. He's a busy guy. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, th- I, keep, I feel like I've seen his name on a few different lineups and, and credits. Like he's he's a prominent so, musician in the Northwest. Yeah. Uh, he so. used to be in Los Explorers, if uh, Eugenians might remember him. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> the old. The, you know, one, we should have like a Eugene flashback show one of these days because there's enough like old Eugene bands to fill at least two hours. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, let's hear uh, The uh, the Truth is a Tiny Hunter, uh, another giant worm uh, track. Thank you. 
Something lies motionless. The truth is not motionless, but something lies motionless. The truth is a tiny hunter that stalks you deep inside. Running along your marrow like piano keys. Prickling your eyeballs open by jumping on your eyelashes. And singing high and soft into your ears. Something lies motionless always. Something is always lying, lying, lying. The truth is a tiny hunter, and it has stitched you together, so you work in ways you are not even clear of. It's not just a matter of a spare appendix; it's a matter of years, a matter of moments. Matter of knowing even where you've been, you can't know if it's all a lie, a lie, a lie, a motionless lie like a deep dark shadow that clasps you by the ankles and trips you into a morass that never lets go. Your only friend, my friend, is that tiny. Hunter inside to lead you out in a way, lead you out in a way, out of your skin, out of your bias, out of your mistakes. Hard because now you're the prey itself, not just the land that the truth hunts on. Now you're fair game, and you may fall. Parts of you may fall. All of you may fall. When the tiny hunter of truth has its way, your only chance. Your only chance, indeed, is to join the hunt. Join the hunt and break out of that dark savanna. Break out of that crystalline jail of your calcified mental misdemeanors and psychic felonies. Fine.
inside, it's knitting everything together like a prison uniform, concealing a thousand, thousand, thousand keys, a thousand, thousand keys to break out with. The tiny hunter is busy, even when you're not caring. is on the move. The lies, lie, 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 lie. Like the boggiest swamp. Like the night-drenched gutter. Like the angry words left at the doorstop. Like the headlines wrapping around your ankles in the early morning hurricane that is wasted time and the stacking of lies so high you break your neck to see the end of them break your neck to see the end of those lies every morning gleaming like stacked towers And they would be empty. And they would be empty. And they would be empty if the tiny hunters had their way. They collapse like houses of cards that run flushes and straights and fold and blow off the table in a maelstrom of debt and remorse like a clock whose hands are weighty and can't move any longer out of depression and knowledge painful knowledge that nothing shall ever change inside a lie so large. Check for those keys. You have them on you. The tiny hunter has placed them in those points of reference, in those small moments of reflection. And each one will get you out of your prison just a little bit further. But they are there. You only have to feel for them. Feel for the handiwork of truth. That tiny little hunter. Tiny little hunter. That tiny little hunter. Yeah.
that's about it. 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 WTBC Radio is also sponsored by Peggy's Vegan Hot Sauce. Locally made in Portland, Oregon, Peggy's Sauce is 100% vegan and 100% ready for you to experience a taste explosion you'll want again and again. Available in three flavors, Hotter Melon, Ghost Berry, Five Star Gary, Carolina Reaper. That's with avocados. For more information about Peggy's Sauce, including ordering inquiries, please visit Peggy's Vegan Hot Sauce, all one word, on either Facebook or Instagram. Let me say it one more time, Peggy's Vegan Hot Sauce, when you need a little something with an extra kick. If you want it, you can have it, but you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. If you are looking for professional photography and contemporary style and glamour, then J. Jean Portraits is your destination. Based right here in Salem, Oregon, just like this podcast, J. Jean Portraits can offer the right kind of photos for the project that you have in mind. To help wet the whistle of people interested in J. Jean Portraits, we are holding a contest for the person or artist who would like to do a little photo shoot on us. Please send an email to austinrich at gmail.com and explain why you should have your band, art project, or whatever photographed in a short paragraph. And the most interesting entry will receive a full photo shoot package courtesy of J. Jean Portraits. You do not want to miss out on this opportunity to get 
professional quality photography for free. So please enter to win a free photography package with J. Gene Portraits. That's jgeneportraits.com. A professional look tailored specifically for you. And we're on Mid Valley Mutations with the giant worm, and uh, you know we're just playing some stuff from uh, their thirty odd year career. And uh, yeah, up next we're gonna um, hear another track, but we wanted to do a little lead in on some instrumentation. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to works. point out that uh, Art here is uh, he plays hammer technique, uh, percussive technique on his you know guitars. We have he has four to five of them plus keyboards, and so on a custom-made rack, so it's different. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, I, was, I, was saying, I got I, stuck there. I started that intro, and how do I say it? I was saying earlier, like, whenever I play bass, I've only ever worn a strap, even when I'm playing yeah. it non-traditionally. Yeah. But, like, trying to do a yeah. lay, laying it down and doing the hammer-ons, that sounds really incredible. So. Yeah, it's great to watch, too. So this next piece is... Uh, Dr. Pavlov, and you know, all, all I can say is I started to think, for some damn reason, about stimuli and re response, you know? For, so, all you behavioral psychologists out there, dig this piece. <laughs> right on. It's, uh, it's here on Mid Valley Mutations and KMUZ. Herring is good for you. Aki! Aki's back! The magic porpoise! Aki, whose Trans Am is that? He's eating more herring. I guess I left that in the glove compartment. Aki, you're wearing gold chains. Why is that? Gosh, I bet you have some great stories to tell. You've got a tattoo now, too. Why, that's a mermaid with some very um, interesting things being done to her. Uh, you, you, that really happened? Oh, my goodness, Aki. I, I, is the mermaid okay? Oh. You're married now, okay. Um, Cleveland, huh? Wow, that's, I see, yes. Well, long distance relationships. I know, I know. No, Aki, put down the gin, I think you've had enough. Look, the Trans Am is pretty beat up. Oh God, here comes the cops. You have a what? A warrant? Oh no, Aki, you didn't steal the fish, did you? Oh, damn. I don't know. Yeah, you better take off. Go ahead, floor it. Hi, officer. No, I, I, I didn't see a dolphin. I saw a porpoise. You, oh, you don't know the difference? Well, it's, um, it's subtle. Anyway, I saw the porpoise on a bicycle back, no? Okay. Yeah, I smell like fish, but I like fish. Hey. Charge me or let me go. 
Okay, I got fish, big deal. Phones for you. Dr. Pavlov, somebody's ringing the front doorbell. Dr. Pavlov, the uh, cash register bell. Pavlov, the church bells. Each bell, each whistle. Dr. Pavlov, the bells of the ball. Dr. Pavlov, the soft blinking lights. Dr. Pavlov, your fourth grade memory. Dr. Pavlov, the puppy. Dr. Pavlov, that girl's look. So, so very, very hungry. Dr. Pavlov, the milk cart. I want the food. What are you feeling, Dr. Pavlov? We think that you're feeling desire. Do, do you have any dog food here? I do. You will spend it all, Dr. Pavlov. You will spend every moment 
You will spend every thought. You will spend every desire. You will spend your life. Dr. Kavanaugh, you will spend your life answering these desires. These desires. These desires. We're getting down to the tail end of Giant Worm Radio here, and uh, it's been a pleasure to have you guys uh, in the studio. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. It's been great. Yeah. Great show. Now, I've been meaning to ask, uh, do you guys think of your band in periods? Do you have like in your mind, like, oh, there's this era and then this era? Or is it just one of those things where it's all one continuum? We're trying to get through the uh, dark ages and get to the Renaissance somewhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I I feel like it changed considerably over the last, I'd say, five or six years ago. We started to really gel more in a different direction. That's just my opinion. I think when we dig back into history, uh, a lot of times we separated into which studio we were operating out of at uh, the time. Oh. On yeah. the on the other hand, my opinion is the, that the '80s never happened at all, so that <laughs> yeah. affects my measurement. Now, is that just because you don't remember the '80s, or that uh, you, you or have? On a, the contrary, I remember he, what he, didn't happen all too well. <laughs> he was in that fake moon landing, oh. which was in the '80s, not the '60s. Right. Well, because that's when they had yeah. the technology to actually yeah. stage it. He was in the so. surplus Soyuz capsule. In the, in the last four years, we have finally acquiesced to the demand from our vocalists that we basically improv 99% of the time. Mm, nice. And not force him to follow any structure. Hmm. That's kind of fun. I thought it was your idea. <laughs> oh, hell. The truth comes out Jeez. on the radio. Uh, well, you know, uh, we're going to close here with a live cut. Uh, this is Aisle 8, uh, and this is uh, from the, this year's uh, Olympia Experimental Music Fest. Right, and there's a little feedback, but yeah, live. Yeah, and uh, uh, we were promoting that here on the program back uh, back in the summer. Uh, we cool. had Ricardo Wang call in, and we were playing yeah. some cuts and stuff. Um, you know, uh, anything else before we, uh, we close out the show? No, we just think that you've got a great show. I mean, 
terrific. We really appreciate you having us on. We applaud. Aww. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm going to start blushing here, so uh, maybe I Valentine's should... Day is coming up. Aw, and, and yeah. I heart Giant Worm. That's how we stay together. It's <laughs> actually date night for oh. us, for the band, yeah. Nice. This is when you would yeah. go out and have some dinner, watch a movie. We just look at those big piles of gleaming empty beer bottles. And, and rise together. What done together. <laughs> yes. All right, cut. <laughs> Surreal estate, surreal estate, surreal estate. 
that is my conversation. Well, uh, conversation? Sit-in? Session? Uh, that was me and the giant worm hanging out. Uh, minus uh, two of their members, their bass players. Uh, and, uh, you know, this conversation was a bit ago, so they've actually done quite a bit of stuff since then. I recommend checking out their Bandcamp page for uh, all the new releases. And a uh, big shout-out to Zeris of Zeron, who uh, mixes and handles all of that detail work for the group. He's one of the behind-the-scenes unsung heroes, and uh, he really gets that job done for them. Uh, yeah, uh, there's hopefully not too many more of these kinds of shows coming up, but I did save some interesting conversations, and I think that uh, even though they may have been heard elsewhere, that you find something to enjoy. Don't know where that came from, but I think that is a good sign to wrap things up. So what can I say? You guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. And without you, there would be no program. Be seeing you. So we're going to hear a cut off of uh, one of the newer releases. This is from The Murky Depths. Uh, this one's called Old Red, here on uh, Mid-Valley Mutations. Not too many people know that the first act at the Grand Old Opry was Old Red and his flatulence. Yes, oh, maybe you do know. You guys are so up on that kind of stuff. Old Red and his flatulence. Old Red. Old Red and his flatulence. Wow, what a band that was. It was hard to dance to, I have to say. Then there was 
was uh, the giant worm off of uh, Murky Depths, uh, Old Red. I heard it on the radio. I, I heard it on the radio. WTPC, anywhere, anywhere, from my house to yours. 